The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Hey there, folks. Uh, This is Tony Lightfoot here for another edition of the TWBC Podcast, a special edition. This is actually uh, post uh, uh, the LA Night Jam 2023 presented by Tides Medical. Thank you very much for your support. It's always appreciated. And the person that I'm interviewing is the person who came out on top in the women's jump competition, uh, jumping earlier 188 feet and jumping 175 to win this time around uh, in at night. It's Hannah Stroltz over. How are you doing? Hi, Tony. I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, what I'll do is I'll ask you the very first question, which I asked a Sasha uh, just a few days ago prior to uh, uh, prior to the competition, and it's this simple. What was your reaction whenever you saw the flag, the United States flag, next to your name on the on the big board at the Masters? Well, I knew I was going to see that flag. Um, that what Sasha and I did uh, a year ago. The life turned out that way that we had to leave Belarus Federation and switch to the USA in order to be able to compete. Um, a hard decision it kind of was the only decision like if uh, I want to keep skiing and keep competing and not kind of ruin my career and not to lose years that was the only decision uh, and option to take Okie dokie. All right, then. Uh, we won't go too deep into the weeds with that because it is it is what it what it is uh, with the si- geopolitical situation right now, Ukraine and all of that and Belarus and Russia getting caught up in, 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 all, in all of that. But uh, one question uh, to kind of tie it up. Uh, yeah, excuse me. I'm still a little tired after last night. I mean, after all the night jam festivities. But IWWF seems to not want to go the white flag route uh any comments on that yeah they still keep their decision tight um they're not letting belarusians and russians to compete uh so we made our choice so now we're ski for us uh i don't know how long it will last but it is how it is like We cannot change anything. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Okay, so uh, I'm interviewing you on June the 11th, uh, the the day after the night before, or the entire day before, if you take the whole entirety of LA Night Jam and it's a fullness with the first two rounds of elimination. And then you've got the night time. So... uh, how do you feel at this point? I mean, I mean, you've, I mean, the start of the season didn't work out too hard, but then the Masters came along and you came through with the win on that one, and then 175 feet in the dark. It feels good. <laughs> 188 felt good. Um, this is my home side. I had, I was comfortable, but I had kind of additional pressure skiing at home. But I did my best, and um, it's a good score, I, I think. 
Now, the wind kind of shifted a little bit between the day and the night time. And because, I mean, when you jumped 188 feet, it was a slight headwind. Now, a lot of people bulk at the actual notion of actually practicing with the tailwind. But everyone had to go with the tailwind and you jumped 188 feet. Did that kind of surprise you a little bit? Oh, no, it didn't. It was a little tailwind and... But it it wasn't bad, and it was comfortable, and I know everything here, so it was a good jump. It was kind of manageable, more 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 to the point. No, I mean you could take the tailwind, you could you could jump with it, you know, without having too too many fears or uh, or be fearful of what the a potential tailwind could do to you in mid-flight or something like that, right? Well, it wasn't bad at all. Like sometimes we jump with the tailwind, sometimes with the headwind. We just we're athletes. We gotta adapt and we gotta do what we do and just go and ski. Not pay too much attention to that. All right then. So uh, nighttime, you jump one seventy five. It's your it's your second pro win of the season. You've got you did the masters. Let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? Callaway Gardens, that hot, the the whole prestige deal about uh, about being the masters being the premier event on on earth. Uh, it was your second ever uh, masters title, wasn't that right? Yeah, second time I won it. Second time you won it, so. and it was actually my six masters, uh, five times in uh, open, and I had one uh, junior masters. Okay, does it get old uh, going to Callaway Gardens, or is, do do you still feel uh, you know uh, upbeat about traveling to Callaway Gardens year in and year out? It doesn't get old at all. It's always nervous. It's uh, always exciting. Um, it's a cool tournament. It's stressful, but it's fun. All right then. So uh, a lot was lot was made about the Masters with the amount of downtime that was uh, that was being created. You know, due to the weather conditions. You know, with the wind and what have you, and the amount of drop time that you have at each end before uh, uh, before each jump. Uh, comment a little bit about that, if you could. Well, definitely uh, that drop between jumps help a lot because it's pretty rolly there and it calms the water quite a bit. So it's safer and so much better. Okie dokie. So uh, you're rather constant at these competitions is Jay Bennett, your coach, uh, who, is, who, is, uh, who is in the boat pretty much every set that you take and is, and is always on dockside giving you signals. Uh, Typically, typically, what is he? What what is the last thing that he typically says to you before you go out there on the water and 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 jump in something like a Masters or an LA Night Jam final? Um, be smart. <laughs> Think when you jump. <laughs> Don't do stupid shit. <laughs> okay. It must go a little bit deeper than that because you're probably one of the smartest skiers that I know. Uh, no, it's like in general like just jump smart like be conscious of the conditions weather and focus on your main things focus on just focus on the little bits and pieces like the like the timing off your six yeah how much you glide and how much speed you take out well i have a few like main keys a a few things that i think about when i ski uh it's like two or three uh, and just keep them in mind and focus on those main keys. All right, then. So 
Uh, you tied your personal best at LA Night Jam uh, on in the second round, I believe, with a 188. Uh, I'm not too sure what that is on the metric distance, but uh, but I mean it ties there as well. Uh, you've got you you've got a few tournaments coming up. Uh, probably not. Not all of them pro tournaments. You're going to go up to uh, to Little Rock in Arkansas to uh, to to try your luck there, and uh, and maybe go over 190 feet, which is probably one of your uh, your great ambitions so far. Oh yes, that I that what I'm aiming to. I think I can do it. I've done it in practice, and I'm pretty confident in it. Okay, yeah, you've been out there and practice, you know, but putting it all together in the tournament is is certainly when it counts. Yeah, tournament is a different deal, um, but I think it will come. Okay, slowly but surely, just yeah. uh, just like, just, just little steps, huh? All right then, so uh, tournaments that you got coming up, uh, I mean, your first three tournaments... Uh, the the first one, which was the King of Di- Darkness, didn't uh, didn't go so hot. Unfortunately, you took a little bit of a crash uh, out the back in the uh, in the nighttime final, having led going into that final. What what was kind of in your mind after that uh, that that competition? I mean, how how did you regroup yourself to be able to come back and do the Masters qualifier, and then and then and then do the Masters, and then LA Night Jam? Well. That crash kind of didn't hurt me. Like, I had no injuries. It was kind of, like, didn't stuck in my head because I didn't hurt. I I was sore after, but no major injuries. So I kind of let it go, and I went back into into jumping right away. I thought the quicker I get over it and start back jumping, the better it is. So, and I had that LCQ the next weekend, so that kind of pushed me to get back to jumping, and it worked out, yeah. Yeah, because the better jumpers have incredibly short memories when it comes to uh, to crashing on the on, on, on jumps, you know, you just got to turn things around and uh, get the job done, I guess. I, I think it's, it depends what kind of crash it is. If you feel... If you don't get injured, then you're fine. But if you get injured and it gets stuck in your head, then it's kind of hard to get back. Okay, so uh, major tournaments coming up. With, uh, like I said, uh, gone through the first three. What's your, what's your next one aside from uh, from Greeny's tournament up in Little Rock? Well, all those... Uh, so there is a little break for two months from pro events, and they all start in August. And then... So it's August, September, and then Worlds in October. Yeah, and let's focus on Worlds. Uh, obviously, the last time the Worlds uh, took place in 2021 over at Jax, which is the same site that's going to be this year, you came up uh, second uh, in the overall competition. Now, now you, you're trying to aim to actually ascend one more rung on the podium. Uh, how, how, how well is, is training going for that in the other events, such as Tricks and Slalom? I trick and slalom and jump. Um, it's going well. I don't put as much pressure in slalom and tricks uh, as on jump. And that's why I guess it keeps improving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so so <laughs> slalom appears to be the event that you need to improve most upon whenever you compare that to, to the other two events, wouldn't you agree? Uh, well, tricks are always tricky, and yeah, slalom. Well, it's all one. One bit, one big package. One big package, yeah. But obviously, improving upon one kind of helps out, takes the pressure off the other two, right? Well, in overall, you gotta do well in all three. Okay. So, but I'm sure, like skiing, all three events for me. One event helps to improve another. Mm -hmm. All right, then. Uh, currently, the world champion from 2021 is Sasha Denyoskaya. Uh, obviously, your uh, your your uh, teammates from a from a previous existence and are representing another country. Obviously, there's a there's a lot that's going to be made of uh, any potential rivalry that exists between you. Uh, is 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 there is there a lot to lot to be uh, uh, taken from that here is is there that much of a rivalry between you and Sasha well it's not between me and Sasha we have other competitors we have quite a few good overall skiers and it's just competition between all of us Okie dokie. Let's go through some of those other competitors. Uh, Janina, Janina Meckler, who we saw jump in this weekend, and she actually made it to the night, night jam final. Uh, she's, uh, she's, she's someone that, uh, that you need to keep an eye on, huh? Well, it's not just her. It's like Janina, Regina, Paige, um, Sasha, me, Brooke. Yeah. There are many girls. Yep, and there seems to be a lot more girls are uh, competing in, in the overall a lot more than in previous years. So, you you feel that a po uh, overall is getting more and more popular, not only not only with the men but also with the ladies as well. I don't know. It's just that our sport is in cycles. Like some people come and some people go. It just happened to be that these girls are doing overall at this point of time all at all at the same time and all ex and all excelling but well we always had overall skiers and good skiers so but there i are, think it's normal yeah yeah i mean i mean I mean you're absolutely right it does come in cycles you know from time from time to time but uh but uh but i mean i see an uptick in overall i mean it's it's the profile of it is actually improving, uh, thanks to that world overall tour that's going on. You know, I mean, it's I mean, it's going to Calgary and it's going to Lacanau and those places. Unfortunately, uh, you're you're probably not going to be able to go to a lot of those stops. But I mean, for the for the ones that are in this part of the world, in the United States and uh, and Canada, maybe you know, you've you've got a chance uh, to uh, you know to cut your teeth a little bit with the three events instead of just one. Yeah, I will go to Canada and uh, Florida for that overall tour. It's a great event and to present yourself in overall, good, great opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, one thing that that we can't overlook is the fact that you are the two-time World uh, Water Ski Pro Tour Women's Jump Champion from last year. And the year before, you know, so I mean, uh, that's uh, that's something worth defending down the line, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, so the so the pro tournaments you got coming up, Malibu coming up in August. Uh, I think Mastercraft is in September. Not to, I can't quite remember what the schedule is. I mean, every everything that I'm doing right now, from a personal point of view, is like centered around July because I'm going to be out the country for a good few events, you know. But but and and beyond that is is just the the second part of the season. But. Uh, how do you how do you feel about those pro tournaments coming up just before Worlds? I'm very excited about them. It's they all the same tournaments uh, like last couple of years. Uh, they always fun and great opportunity to ski to show great results. Excellent stuff. Okay, uh, we're going to wrap up a little bit. Uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast a little bit. I certainly thank you for taking some time to to talk to me, and especially on the back of your impressive win uh, with 175 feet at LA Night Jam uh, 2023. Uh, um, before we do that, though, uh, I, I've asked this question of of a number of of those that I've interviewed. Kind of what what frustrates you about this sport? What kind of kind of what what thing do do you feel that maybe it can improve? Maybe the sport can improve if they if it does this. You know what what frustrations do you feel about the sport of water skiing? I mean, personal level, physical level, political level. What which one? Oh, I guess political level, yeah, and like. If people were more united in our sport, it's an individual sport, so everybody kind of on his own. Like if we were more kind of no, on work, the same page. You know, like working together <laughs> yeah. to, to uh, for the greater good of the sport, I would guess, yes. Yeah, exactly. All right, then. So... Yeah, that would that would count as probably your uh, frustration for the, for the sport. Now, is this is there something uh, you're probably dreading this question? By the way, is there something that you wish people knew about you that 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 they that they don't? Is 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 there something that people would would appreciate you better if they knew more about this about you? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. All right, then we'll leave it at that then. All right, then this has been uh, the latest episode of the TWBC podcast. My name is Tony Lightfoot. Uh, we've been hearing a little bit from Hannah Stoltz over. Is there any last words that you want to uh, to say uh, to your fans that are following you across the world and uh, keeping up with your performances? Oh, thank you for following me. Thank you for watching webcasts. Uh, I try my best and I wanted to say thank you um, to Jay Bennett and all the crew that put up this amazing event. It's not easy. It's like half a year uh, preparation. Uh, thank you, sponsors and organizers, judges. I appreciate it. Excellent stuff. And uh, that brings to a conclusion this episode of the TWBC podcast. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. 
Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcasts.